Hello and welcome to The Outsiders, a podcast for an expressive and freestyle insight into life direction and the impact of those choices on our health, relationships and our place in society. We use film, music and other forms of creativity as a foundation for our discussion. And today's episode is all about the idea of community. Our title is Members Only because we do feel like unless we belong in society, we are cut adrift. And that's why this idea of belonging, inclusivity, family, relationships, community in general are so important that we feel that we connect with others. And that's what we're going to discuss today. And I'm going to do that with my friend and sidekick, Zach. Zach, are you out there? Can you hear me? I'm over here. I'm here. Can you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) I can. Good to have you with me as ever. So, Zach, let's just kick this topic off. Do you have any experiences, or I'm sure you do, or a particular uh, experience that you'd like to share about the idea of belonging and community in your own life? Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose my first belonging feeling of belonging from going back through time, through my history would be I remember living in a close community on my street when I was a child and that was uh, we it was I suppose it still happens I don't live in that sort of area anymore where you have there were lots of children the same age as me lots of my parents were the same age as the other parents and a big fond memory is of the Queen's what was it it was a jubilee, jubilee. And we mm. they shut the street off so we could have a great mm-hmm. and we had long tables and all the neighbours doing food. That was an example I can share of good community. Yeah, positive, and positive community. Yeah, a nice club to be a member of. Uh, does how? What about yourself, Mark? Well, positive side, of course. There's lots of lots of those. I, I, I've I've always been, I suppose attracted to events a couple of positive ones that come to my mind uh sporting ones so following my football team and that's definitely a tribal thing and if you go there for wherever you're from in life or whichever area you're from if you follow a team um you're all together aren't you and that's a great feeling supporting a a club the other is, yeah, live music, live events, where you go and see a band that you really have a connection mm. or a feeling towards, and you're part of a huge group of people, and you're all enjoying it together. That's also a very positive experience. So those are, those are kind of positive, the positive sides and aspects of community. Yeah. I have a, a story to share, actually, with relation to the football theme. I live in Maidstone in Kent and there's a football team. They've just been promoted, I think, to the National League or something. They've just won the championship. Anyway, a couple of years ago, I went to my local football team um, to support them because I had a friend who was an... He's an avid supporter of Maidstone United. And I went on two occasions and on both occasions they lost and I was asked by him and, and a lot of the other 
regular fans <laughs> never not come, to come again. Back. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't been back since, and now they've just won the league. You're so, not going to you know, be their mascot, are you, Zach? It's not going to happen. No. That's a good story. It's a good story. No. Well, I think if it all brings a bit of humour and fun and spontaneity into everything, it's it's wonderful. Now, on the as yeah. as in everything in life, there's a flip side to this. And I think it's really important because feeling good about yourself and, and belonging is really a key element in life. Very important. But there are times, and as outsiders, as we sort of describe, where we feel that we're not really connected or we're looking at life from the outside in, it can be a, a more painful experience um, where we don't feel included part of something and that could be for many reasons um, it could be down to qualifications it could be down to experience it could be down to personality it could be down to religion it could be down to many many things um, Zach have you got an experience where you've well have you what have you ever experienced on the flip side of the idea of belonging and community yeah a few things really i because because of the way i feel i think and my my sort of disconnection and we've we've sort of touched on it on a previous episode i think when we discussed being mm-hmm. together alone mm-hmm. and being feeling alone within company and there's been a lot of moments that i've felt that uh, within a, a group dynamic where i've sort of felt a little detached from it that i wasn't able to engage into that and you then you sort of because of the very nature of groups and the inclusivity of it it becomes like a club doesn't it mm-hmm. if you're all out in the, in the pub or whatever then when a member is not engaged then that group tends to sort of collectively start to move away consciously or subconsciously uh, physically or emotionally and most of my disconnection has been emotional rather mm-hmm. than physical i remember going to brussels once years ago with a group of boys group of men and i felt emotionally detached from all the things we were taking part in i was going to the various bars and things like that but um i wasn't emotionally engaged in the whole thing and it made me feel that i wasn't part of this membership that I should be part of with regard to them as a group of mm-hmm. bonded, bonded men. And I've always, I think I've always struggled. I've always felt awkward in company. I'm better at one-to-one engagement in a pub or when there's a group, it seems that the, the dynamism seems to change. Is that mm-hmm. something, is that, can, is that something, does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Of course it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's a very disturbing and very uh, numbing experience when when something like this happens. Um, I've I've got a couple that come to my mind that I thought I'd share, um, and they were different periods of my life. But one, I did Camp America when I was uh, seventeen. I think one of the inaugural members of this um, program, which was very exciting for me. And I was, you know, never been to America, or you can only imagine, you know, you're young and you're 
full of enthusiasm, etc. And you go and do this. Um, and for the, I would say, the early part of that experience, it was wonderful. You know, arriving there, meeting people, joining this huge community, and everything was great. And I was a soccer coach there, so I was also doing something I was passionate about, and I loved that. And that was very successful for me. But <laughs> there was an element, for <laughs> bizarrely enough, there was a small group of British. Uh, kids, teenagers, uh, counsellors, we call ourselves then, who were cl a clique, basically. And I was part of that grouping. However, I hadn't really gone there to hang out with Brits in America. I really had gone there to experience the whole, you know, cultural thing, the adventure of it all. And... I was more attracted to making friends with the Americans, the, you know, the other councillors who were there, than I was particularly with the, with the British ones. And I don't know if I gave off the vibe that I wasn't interested. I wasn't particularly making that, uh, you know, a, a main stay. It just happened to, <laughs> you know. And I think some of them got a bit hacked off with the fact that I wasn't really <laughs> running around in a group like a sheep with them. Instead, I was kind of mingling with all the others. And it did sort of, it did start to become an issue. And the ironic thing was that I was the camp soccer coach and we won the inter-camp trophy and we went to play other teams in the, in the, in the region or the area <clears throat> and we did it very well. But we also had camp councillors, um, the UK or the Brit British camp councillors against the Americans. And I do remember getting some comments. Some were quite playful and funny. And others were quite cutting about, are you sure you want to play with us? You know, and I was like, yeah. well, why wouldn't I? And they're like, well, you seem a bit more pally with the Americans. And it got a bit like that. At first, it was quite funny and jokey, but some of them actually were a bit narky about it, a little bit sort of negative about it. And it did have that kind of feeling undercurrent, you know, throughout the duration of the stay, where I did start to feel, feel a little bit distant it's almost then then that leads on to because that's the experience of that groucho marks the when the the quote i'd never join a club that would have somebody like me as a member <laughs> and uh, that feels like you didn't it was a good idea not to join that club and be part of something yeah 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 it's a very good quote that zach yeah yeah i mean it's, it's interesting, interesting. It? yeah i was just going to say that uh, on the back of what you just said about um, Brits uh, being abroad, I've, when I've been to places like Spain, and you've, you have a, you you do have a, a a community, don't you? Expats only generally there, there's the group of you know that's the British community there, that's the German community over there. There doesn't seem to be in my head. Uh, if I'm going to move abroad, it's or if I go abroad, it's to integrate into the culture and the food and the uh, excitement of that country and to experience that particular thing which sounds like what uh, what you did with your with your soccer yeah yeah uh, and it, it was you know from something that was such a positive and engaging experience and I had lots of adventures after that that were wonderful but just, you know you are in that camp for a block period of time it's not for two weeks it's for, for months and it did get a little bit edgy at times, you know, you're thinking, well, really, is it that important? You know, um, 
Another one I wanted to add to that, because I think that's, let's say, a, an adventure, a trip. But I think another one which is also quite relevant is I did a, a, a spiritual camp um, or a, what you call it, a, a retreat. And it really was a retreat. We were literally on the edge of some Sussex cliffs, you know, right out. You know, and when, when it was foggy, I mean, you you could literally miss your step over there. I tell you, it was quite spooky. Yeah. Wow. And it was ex incredibly expensive. It was like for one week, it was a lot of money. And we, I suppose there were about 20 people, all that wanted to sort of share their own story, their own experiences. It was actually connected to childhood, which I find, you know, very interesting. As it's, you know, the key to our direction in life, you know, the way we go. And I really wanted to go on it. I found it quite interesting and I joined in. And we were all sharing rooms and it was all kind of, yeah, wow, I'm paying a lot of money. Do I really want to be sharing a room with somebody? But anyway, that bit worked out fine. we gone very well. However, after two weeks of really sharing a lot of stuff and really bonding, you know, in terms of being honest and open and everything, I found it quite incredible at the end of the programme when we'd all kind of bonded and, you know, become friends and all that stuff, yeah. where there was like a ceremony at the end and it was like, Literally, you had the the trainers and the management on one table and everybody else was kind of cut loose. And they it was almost like we're back into reality now. And by the way, we've done our job. We've collected you know, our money and we're not really too worried about anything else that goes beyond this. Um, I remember going to join. I think we were all finding our spaces to go and eat at this ceremony. And I went to join this table without realising that there were any kind of barriers or, you know, issues. And I went to join them and they said, I think you should be sitting with the others over there. I was like, I found that really quite a moment, having just bared my soul for the best part of a week to be like, kind of, you're not part of us. No. I go and join you. The other Gryffindors over there, really quite, <laughs> quite an eye-opening experience and very sobering after such an emotional yeah. thing. That's... Anyway, um, what we like to do on this program is to share, obviously, our stories and our thoughts about topics. But what about any films that come to mind that relate to this kind of topic? Yeah, exactly. I've got two films actually that that came to my mind. Uh, the first <clears throat> one is a film. I think it's early eighties. Joe Dante, one of he's one of my favourite directors, and he he made The Howling oh, yeah. about where werewolf, werewolf community um, and they uh, they 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 infiltrated amongst the humans, and that they are their own little community in the woods, and uh, it's obviously a horror film, so it all gets very gory and and uh, being early eighties, lots of lovely special effects and creature things i find those sorts of films fascinating just the watching the effects because it, it would have been made the model makers would have done all of that i find that uh, very artistic and talented uh, so there's that one which is a horror thing my next film um isn't a horror it's called it's a wonderful life 1940s oh yeah james wow. stewart and it's a beautiful film which uh, the, is the opposite to the howling in that it's about the community <laughs> all pulling together to help. Uh, well, he's a bank manager, George Banks, isn't it, or something? George, 
somebody. Um, he his his bank collapses as an evil person who takes away his uh, the last penny he's got. So he goes to commit suicide, and an angel shows him what the world would have been like without him, which then makes him dis- mm-hmm. decide not to do it. And he goes back, and he as he goes home, the whole community have got together to invest their money back into him so he still has a business and he can keep his house and all that sort of thing. And it all happens on Christmas Day. Significant. Mm. What about yourself? Well, there are a couple that come to my mind that re- definitely reach out to me in this topic. One is The Beach, uh, which I thought was a, an amazing film. Again, you know, this youngster full of adventure, um, goes off on an adventure, meets lots of different people, then stumbles on this community um, as an outsider, gets welcomed in, and then as the film unravels, he realises it's not for him, and he becomes an outsider on the run, um, which yeah. I found quite quite a gripping and you know, very relevant film for me. And the it's other a great film, yeah, good book as well. And the other one I loved a lot, which is also on the same topic, is the commitments. Yes, which again about sort of a group of lost kids that come together, form a band, a community, um, and realise that you know that their one way out of this harsh environment was to you know to, to play music which is something they obviously bonded with and all the adversity that goes with it and the issues they have within the group and externally with the manager and other people i just found that was a fabulous film with, with great music as well and great soundtrack great music brilliant film and they were all uh, weren't all of them quite accomplished musicians yes. as well they were yeah. a lot of Certainly, his voice, yeah. the lead singer's voice, was yeah. amazing. But it was great the way it sort of, they all found their their position, their their place in the in the in the band. I, I quite I quite like that, yeah. and which is important because everyone has a place in society, right? And we yeah. all you know have to be true to ourselves, and we and we sort of organically fit in. But if you're going against the grain, which so many of us do, just in form of survival and adaptation, um, then it doesn't fit so well. And that's something we should learn from, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's the pack ideology, isn't it? And sometimes it's good, the herd, to be in a herd, but you still can be your unique person within that. um, And find the one that suits you. Find a a club that suits you. I keep wanting to do Groucho Marx with a... a, Cigar. (laughs) But again, you know, that's interesting because if you are being true to yourself... Um, and people like, love, care, uh, respect you for you, irrespective of your, maybe your views or your attitudes or behaviours within that group, but they respect you and care for you as you are, then you're in the right place for sure, absolutely for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how about some music? Do you have any music to share? Yeah, there's quite a lot, Um, but one that's obvious is Sister Sledge, We Are Family. I, I kind of, that, that makes me yeah. feel all warm and gooey inside when I hear that. Um, <laughs> there's obviously the Commitment soundtrack, which is all relevant. Brilliant um, The other one also, which may have a nice little warm feeling about it as well, is something going back in my a long, long time ago. But it was one of those things that really did reach out and grab, uh, and grab me was the Partridge Family. 
you remember that? David Cassidy. Oh. And he played yeah. music with his family. I thought that was so, you know, in, in, in engaging <laughs> that, you know, they all had their part to play and they were all, you know, yeah. it, all the sense of the sun came out, you know. I just think it was the Osmonds as well. They all came out at the same time, you know, that sort of family playing music. Um, it was just quite an sort of idealistic yeah. concept. What about you, Zach? Uh, yeah, I've got, uh, well, when we were talking about community and family and the neighbours, in the 90s, there was a group called Space, and I don't think they lasted very long, but uh, they were... <laughs> they got lost in space. They, they got lost in space. <laughs> but they did a song called My Neighbourhood, which was quite did quite well in the charts, from what I seem to remember. I still have the album somewhere in the vaults here of, of Thraves Towers. and uh, But, of course, the, the, the best one, there's, 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 there's one song which will be an earworm for everyone as soon as it's mentioned and that's paul mccartney and the frog chorus doing we all stand together yeah 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 that was that's the memory as well my goodness and i apologize to our listeners now for mentioning that song because now it's in their head <laughs> we don't want to go there but we do actually want our <laughs> listeners to uh to get involved i mean i think that's something that uh we say every on every podcast but if you've got any you the the listener out there right now, if you've got any songs or any thoughts, any um, films or any experiences you'd like to share, we would love to hear from you. And you can do that by um, joining our Facebook page, um, which is Mark and Zach at The Outsiders. What is our strap line to be? It's hip not to be square. Yeah, hit not to be square, which I think was quite fitting. Uh, I never can remember it, even though, as I said, I came up with it. But anyway, you can find us right at that Facebook page, and you're more than welcome to join us. And also, if you'd like to join us on on the podcast itself and share some of your stories, then you are more than welcome to. So please, you know, make introduce yourself and come and join the community. We would love to hear from you. We would love to hear from anybody to uh, to come along and say hello and be part of this marvellous experience that we're going yeah. through. And we do hope that you've enjoyed this episode. And as ever, we will be around next week, take on another topic. So until then, take care. Zach, lovely seeing you again or hearing from you. And you. And see you next time. All the best. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.